before I get on to our final topic, one quick thing I wanted to follow up on and, and also ask Drew about, because um, it was the main topic for last week's show. Good news, that, of course, was indicated by the title of last week's show. Salman Rushdie, uh, who last week was, well, last week from when we're recording, um, was attacked and stabbed multiple times. He is off a ventilator. He was awake, talking, allegedly joking, which is pretty in character for him. Uh, You know, he uh, looks like he's going to pull through from the attack on his life. And uh, there's been a a gigantic outpouring of support. And even from people that I know who have been a bit critical of him and sort of how he's placed himself in, in the last decade, a lot of people coming out and giving him a lot of support and people are going back to the satanic verses. I think it was a, it went up on Amazon's book charts again. Overall, it looks like it's all going to be a, a thing of the past and Rushdie's going to live on. But um, I don't know, Drew, if you had any thoughts on the matter. I know we, we had a pretty lively discussion about it last week in terms of doing anything for yeah. the sake of free expression. But I, I guess what's your take on it all? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I couldn't add anything of substance that you guys hadn't covered, uh, you know, in great perspective last week. But I think I, I I struggled to have many thoughts in it because I also am not familiar with his writings. You know, I some of my first, the first time I ever heard of him was, I think, from Seinfeld, maybe. Um, so, like, <laughs> I guess was, I was not with it when, you know, obviously the Satanic Verses came out in 88, 89 or something. Like yeah, obviously, yeah. You know, yeah. So I was just hearing the second hand, and um, honestly, even before he got stabbed, I never even gave him a second thought. I thought it was really funny. Um, I was reading stuff about his condition, and uh, I don't know if you saw this. It looks like this is from a day ago, but the attacker um, said that he, he was uh, you know, only read two pages of the Satanic verses. Oh my <laughs> and, goodness. And I just think it's also really funny that, like, um, you know, to each their crazy own, but, like, imagine, like, you know, God, like, I I don't know, I don't want to sit, because I remember my initial reaction, I think, in, like, the group chats and stuff was just, like, oh, religion is stupid, and, like, I was just being, like, a jerk, I think, but I I had a kind of a bad attitude about it, but, um, I've honestly been very like neutral, I suppose. I think the fact that he's surviving kind of um, like if he died, like if, or like even if he does, you know, doesn't make it here, but it looks like he's going to be okay. Mm. Uh, I think uh, things would have changed drastically. I think the discussion, like a discussion that you guys had last week, I did not see anything in the mainstream media out here. Like, you know, I don't count good day morning today, LA, a good, you know, at whatever morning show out here to really, you know, talk about the consequences of, the, mm-hmm. of an artistic expression but like nobody talked about it in the mass media there might have been like a new york times op-ed or something like that but i think the fact that he survived really kind of dampened a lot of this discussion sadly i think nobody i mean it's a very serious topic but i think the fact that he survived everyone's just like well we don't need to uh, touch this topic anymore um you know so I think it's kind of obviously I don't want him to die. Um, it's kind of badass yeah. that he survived, uh, honestly, and like he's gonna totally like just makes him even more legendary. 
Um, but at the same time, you know, uh, I'll have an eye patch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Everyone but, knows I, you can make a character more badass by just throwing on an eye patch. Yeah, like he's gonna come out of this, and like his leg, the legacy of him just like you know gets that much larger. But um, I think my takeaway, I guess, is just I'm kind of disappointed that uh, we, as a as a society, um, media really didn't take this seriously. You know, obviously, I know how the media works. You know, and Hesh yeah. dies in a car crash, and we're just like, oh, she was crazy, like. You know, we don't talk about like the mental illness or anything associated with it. We don't talk about mm-hmm. the victim. And then here we go, Salmon Rushdie. Oh, he's gonna live. Oh, okay. We don't need to have those uh, difficult discussions about you know um, the fatwa and like uh, artistic freedoms and you know and things like that. So it's I'm I'm glad he's okay. I don't have too much thoughts on him himself, but I'm really just disappointed that our society. I'm not surprised that we just are like dismiss it and move on but mm-hmm. um i think if he died the public discussion would have hit a lot of harder well obviously but um yeah, yeah. i agree but I, I i push back a tiny bit on the the media reaction only because i think the fact that it was brought up at all as like, i'll put it this way i think had it been any other author that was attacked, I, I, it's difficult to say just because obviously it depends on like who the author is and, and whatnot. Um, I mean, obviously say for example, there was the, uh, English journalist who contributed to the guardian who was working in Brazil, who was killed a few months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure. I want to say my audio on that. I edited out of an episode cause it just wasn't relevant, but in, in, Relating it to this discussion about Rushdie, I think it didn't make, I don't think, as many waves outside of sort of the media sphere of, you know, protecting, you know, journalists and, and you know, uh, the freedom tracker, you know, of journalists and, and around the world and, and that kind of thing. It wasn't something that I don't think every news outlet was catching on to and reporting and I think had it been any other uh, author, even if they not that it matters if they're a New York Times bestseller or not, but if they had any acclaim, mm-hmm. maybe. But I think with Rushdie, it's it's significant because when the fatwa, the, the fatwa was issued, it was a, a kind of a odd major news story that a ton of different networks were following. And uh, 60 Minutes right around the time that the stabbing took place, I'm sure it was a consequence of it, unfortunately, but 60 Minutes released their, or released, posted on YouTube their interview with Rushdie in 1990, which incorporated, like, Scotland Yard taking uh, the 60 Minutes reporters into a van not that far away from, to, to a place not that far away from where Rushdie was hiding so they could conduct their interview and you know bbc was covering it obviously at the time uh i just recently rewatched uh I, you know christopher hitchens's interview on c-span about it which was right around the time that the, the, the fatwa was issued like it was i i remember it because he says well tomorrow is the birthday of george washington and all the shopping malls will be open and the shopping malls that own like one third of america's bookstores those shopping malls 
will not let those bookstores sell copies of this book out of fear of a foreign despot. And, you know, in media circles, Rushdie is kind of a, a almost like a character. Like he's almost like a character in one of his own books where he's sort of the know-it-all jokester that canoodles with Tom Brokaw and Lawrence O'Donnell and Bill Maher and whoever, you know, he, he's kind of always in the background. Uh, hell, he's in the background in a Bridget Jones movie until he gets brought up in that scene of that Bridget Jones movie because his condition, uh, his condition is positive and, and he looks like he's going to pull through. I think the discussions around free expression have certainly dwindled and died down from what they could have been. And, you know, there's been a few articles here and there. I know Jacobin had an article about it. Yeah, it, you know, it, it's still sort of a scary reminder of, you know, we, we live in a time where, you know, people think things are only getting worse and history just seems to keep repeating itself. And, you know, for, for, for a guy who has only read a couple pages of the book, which unfortunately fits a stereotype of people that are like, oh, I couldn't get through the Salman Rushdie book because it's just that thick and the the magical realism really gets to me because, you know, I don't want to read about some lady. And I'm stealing this from a podcast I'm listening to. I, I don't I don't want to read about a lady who's got a, a crab living in her leg. And that crab also happens to be her father. You know, like it, it's 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 and, and to be fair, I'm not a huge magical realism fan myself. But, um, you know, to you, too, I'd recommend reading the Satanic Verses just because it, it does kind of break away from some of those stereotypes of magical realism that I just kind of joked about just now. But, um, yeah, I mean, overall it's, it's, it's encouraging sign that he's going to pull through. Um, Matt, I don't know if you have any other words to add before I get to the final thing. No, not really. Just it's the, it's the news cycle. Every, every, as soon as something turns out, okay, it's okay. Find the next miserable thing to get people worked up over. It's just, it's just how it go. It's how it do be like that. <laughs> this is true.